This is Larry Zabisco Wrestling's Living Legend, and you're watching Monty and the Pharaoh. Welcome to another episode of Monty and the Pharaoh, Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Only seen here on Village Connection Radio, live from Rockstar Studio. Across at the board is none other than the studio manager and co-host of Bill and the Rockstar, co-host of The In Crowd, Stephen Miller. To my right is the star of the show, Jimmy Farrow, and on the couch is none other than our special guest, WWE superstar Butch Reed. It's our honor, sir. How are you? All right, sir. <clears throat> How are y'all doing this morning? Good, good yeah. morning. Well, I guess it is kind of carrying over from the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Been a heck of a day so the morning, far. The morning was kind of long since around about six o'clock for me. Well, as we always do here, Butch, on this show, we always start with the esteemed introduction. So if I may, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today... Born Bruce Franklin Reed, I have July 11th, 1954, American retired professional wrestler, former football player, better known by the in-ring name Butch Reed, best known for his appearances with the World Wrestling Federation and World Championship Wrestling between 1986 and 1982, birth name Bruce Franklin Reed, from uh, University of Central Missouri, um, we have a long and lengthy professional wrestling career and championships and accomplishments are as follows Central States Wrestling NWA Central States Tag Team Championship Oh, look at this with Jerry Roberts okay championship wrestling from Florida NWA International Heavyweight Championship rain not recognized in Japan what's their problem alright what do we got here NWA North American Tag Team Championship Florida version with uh, sweet brown sugar there Mikey that's right sounds sweet familiar yes. sounds real familiar I can I, didn't we jam with sweet brown yeah. sugar we did yeah we did well, just you did. the other day sweet brown sugar was in studio Thursday and he says hello I guess you haven't seen him in a while yes been a long time it has been a long time yes, yes. how do you guys lose track of each other how does that even happen just paid off, man. I mean, it's nothing for losing track. It's because we just got so much distance between us here and there. Mm. You know, and we just go through different phone numbers and all this. And that's that's the big part of it, really. Yep. Get you blown know. around wherever way the wind blows, and yeah. sometimes you cross paths, right? Yeah. Uh, as we continue here, Mid-South Wrestling Association, which I personally love, Mid-South, North American Heavyweight Championship three times. Mid-South Tag Team Championship with Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Wow, look at that. Mid-South Television Championship. So we move on. PWI, which is our favorite mag, has ranked him in the top 500 several times. Uh, what else do we have here? United States Wrestling Association Unified World Heavyweight Championship. World Championship Wrestling 
Tag Team Championship. Oh, yeah, with Ron Simmons. <laughs> oh, yeah. I smell doom. Oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, here's, here's one for you, and I really love this one. Wrestling Observer Newsletter, when normally I don't go nuts for Dave Meltzer or his opinion, but mm-hmm. I really do love this one. Five-star match, 1982, Butch Reed versus Ric Flair. Wow. Look at Ladies that. Ladies and gentlemen, The Natural, Butch Reed. All right, Butch. And Flair done bumped heads a few times, bud. How was it working with Flair? It very, it was very rugged. It very, it was very experienced. Good experience. Cause Rick had several years on me before I broke in, and uh, we kind of enjoyed working with each other. When we made the money, we sold, we sold some crowds. And you know when we were in there, and hip and tuck, we were, we was we were down hard in the trench. How were you two behind the scenes with each other, like in real Very life? Well, you guys were tight. Yeah, we we were fed. We go went to the bar, drank, and everything else. Oh boy, a brick mine. Hell, oh what? I think I'm not gonna work. I'm not gonna. Ric Flair or Andre the Giant in a drinking oh, contest man, too. Do well, not, who wins? Do not. <laughs> Do not go there. I was just talking to my did. buddy about Andre. He can't out drink him. Mm. Between him and Harley. Harley? There's oh. the king of beers. Really? <laughs> so Harley's number two if there's a list. Harley. Interesting. Did I not don't know, know but I ain't there comparing them. They're neck and neck. So, Butch, how, how does it start, right? You played uh, NFL football with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, how do you break away from football and become a professional wrestler? And why well, become a professional wrestler? Well, anyway, I was hurt coming out of college anyway. Oh, okay. You Injury. know, and uh, I had ankle and knee problems coming out of college football. And, you know. And what position, I, if I can ask, what position? I'm middle. Oh, boy. Yeah, you need your feet. Uh, I got to have them feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be happy feet. Yep, you got to be explosive. Yeah, very. Mm. But anyway, I, I was, I was, uh, what you call? I'm blessed enough to go down there on the coverage team, special teams. You know, and just hit anything when I was in Jersey. And that was, that was, uh, because if you don't have your your agility, your mobility. And your flexibility, you're, you're kind of keeping here and there and hurt there. You know, NFL's not for you. So how do we get to wrestling then? What happens? I walked in Bob Geigel's bar one day. I determined to be some kind of a professional athlete. Okay. Wrestling was the only thing I could, <laughs> I could be familiar with. It's a rough Did you watch it when you were young, pro wrestling? I watched it a little bit, yeah. I always admired with uh, Rufus and Harley. Little war had going on around. Rufus or Jones? States. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, resting. And uh, to me, it was encouragement. Because they had a few going on that was bar none to me, you know. And uh, I liked it. Harley helped to train me some. Rufus run up down the road and, and, and uh, mentored me. You know, and uh, it just. How long did it take before you felt comfortable in the ring, would you say? Probably after the first year. Okay. 
Was it was it hard? Was it hard being a black man in professional wrestling back then? Uh, you know, we've had quite a few wrestlers come through here and discussing, you know, what kind of sport it was. Was it difficult? Not really to me. It was, you had to hustle. Well, none gonna be give to you. You know, uh, I, I just broke down. I was athletic enough anyway to do what I needed to do. You know, I was, what you say, you about born athlete. Yeah. You know, so anyway, uh, to me, uh, everything was, was real civil and everything. I was treated like a real gentleman. Good. You hear? Yep. You know, uh, <clears throat> I broke in up in the north. I broke in in Vancouver. Went up down all them mountains and everything like that. Wrestled with Gene Kaniski and Hal Tomko. Mm. You know, drifted on down into Portland, and around San Francisco, Montana, all in there. You know, but uh, I like I like working around Vancouver. You know, take the mountain trips. Right. Go up out of the reservation and, <laughs> and just kind of swing it your own way. You know what I mean? And we we were we were welcome, and I, you know, we all don't run into some prejudices and stuff like that. But it's really it's really not that bad. It wasn't, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, we didn't. There wasn't no signs hanging up, no cross burners. Okay. Nothing like that. Well, that's a good thing. That <laughs> word nigga come up every once in a while. Really Somebody get the head cone. Yeah, you ain't kidding, right? Do you ever have any uh, ever have any incidents at any bars? Like, you know, some drunk-ass fan recognizes you and decides to test his own testosterone or something? I've had it. I've had it. But it didn't last long. <laughs> you know. The end. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> guys, have had this, guys have had problems in bars any time. They go in them. Bill Watson used to fire boys. For getting the ass whooped in the bar. <laughs> we keep it. So you just didn't want to go to a bar. Ain't none of my top hands gonna get whooped in no bar, in no public bar, and they think they gonna work for me. I can blame them on that. I seen it, you know. Hell, I stay in the bar every week down in Louis, down in New Orleans, at a place called the Opera House, around a corner of Bourbon and Toulouse. But we turned that place out. But we didn't have never fun really. I didn't run into no, no violence and stuff, all in them bars like some people do. Some people, some of them boys, like, I've heard Colonel Buck Robley now, he, he got a little mouthy down there in Louisiana. Bill and Dusty, Dusty Rowe, they got the clocks. They got the clocks turned. <laughs> and they didn't get fired. Up, you <laughs> Wait a minute. Dusty didn't get in trouble for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good. One more time. Uh-huh. You ain't going nowhere. Fair enough. You know, you mentioned Bill Watts. What was it like working for Bill? It was a grind. Yeah. Tito Santana was in here last weekend. Was it Tito? Um, oh, wait a minute. I lost my lost track, but anyway, long story no, short, Tito's thing was with Oli. Yeah, Tito's thing was Tito's with Oli. Tito's thing was with Oli. But anyway, we heard a story with you know, Bill Scorpio, Watts, two cold Scorpio. Scorpio that's right. told the story that Bill Watts basically threw his ankle up on the desk and showed that there was a revolver. That's right. In his boot, 
And he said, I'll, I will call you an, the N-word. I'm just letting you know in advance. If I call you the N-word, you know, if you think I'm a jerk, go to JYD and he'll tell you that I can make you money. That was that's the weirdest story, but this is what he did to Two Cold Scorpio from what we heard. You, you never dealt with any of that hey, stuff, no, right? No, hell no. <laughs> I guess you wouldn't have tolerated think, it anyway. I think was once I whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going to jail, partner. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. I'm going to jail with your ass going down. So, uh, Hacksaw, I got to ask you, how do we get to the uh, nickname Hacksaw? How's that come? It's come from the Funk Brothers. Okay. Down in Florida. And what were the circumstances? How did it, how did it come I about? I had a football background. Back then, the old Hacksaw River was still in the, you know, NFL, not the state. And he had the gimmick with the fire and all that. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, he, Jim Duggan, he just, you know, had the name the Hacksaw too. You know, down in Georgia, where I spent, where I spent a few days down there with uh, championship wrestling in Georgia. Uh, but it was like football, <clears throat> football name, you know. Mm -hmm. Was there any uh, real like debate in real life behind the scenes uh, between you and Duggan over the name? I'm just curious because no, I know no, you had the uh, I know you had no, the, the no, few. No, 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 okay, no. okay. I'm just curious. Like, yeah. hey, we're both using the same name. Maybe yeah. one of us should we, change. Or... We got off on it, buddy. Shit. Okay, we had the battle of the hats. All that was. Yeah. That well, was you a did. Popular, uh, you did. That was a popular. Uh, but you do realize today that would probably never happen, where Vince would be like, "Okay, you have the same name. No, no big deal. I can't see it. I can't see uh, Vince allowing that." So well, that didn't happen with him. Yeah, very they, interesting. They, they uh, him, Big Cat, Ernie. See, Ernie's a mentor of mine. Ernie's everywhere. We've been hearing Ernie a lot lately. Mike. Mm. Uh, he, uh, him and Vince, I guess, knocked their heads together in the office. And they come out with a gimmick to hack the natural. Plus, they haven't seen a blind man, a blind black man, anyway. <laughs> by the, by the way, I, when, when you came to the awesome. WWE with the blonde hair, that was that awesome. was awesome. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was Speaking great. of natural, uh, um, uh oh. <laughs> when you know, I'm taking a liberty here. I may be wrong. I might be wrong. You may be. Um, you may when not. did you start hitting the gas? And why did you start hitting the gas? If you Unless did. you were if you natural. Did. If you did. Well. Well. And why did you hit the gas? Because I was going to just take off like a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> little extra gasoline or rocket fuel. Where did they insert call this thing? Call it how you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> up, boy, yeah, I took off. You know, and that was, was the gimmick. I'm a natural athlete. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I yeah, got yeah. natural blonde hair. <laughs> well, that, you know, hey, uh, uh, I'm a natural black man. So that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know after the gas. I'm I don't know if anybody's blonde, natural. That, 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 was, that was a little bit on the way. Oh, <laughs> that was on the twisted side. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you are too funny, man. I, well, that's the way I looked at it. And that's how I made it with that gimmick. Man. So when you were coming up through the ranks... Did you feel the WWE, WWE was the place to be? If you made it to New York, you made it, or were you more focused on just being in the NWA? I mean, what were your thoughts as a wrestler? You had to get to New York, or did it really matter if you had to get to New York? It didn't matter to me. 
I'm going where I'm going to make it and I'm going to really be a success. And this gimmick change over there, that, that kind of, you know, that, that sparked that spark the flame. Mm-hmm. It's something different, you know, because y'all know I broke back the hats off. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's an easy ride. Everybody know about Axel, but really, they didn't even get to know that natural. And uh, my wife, bless her heart, rest her soul, she uh, kept me looking good. She's a natural hairdresser, you know, and uh, I had I had no problem, but just <laughs> look look pretty, blonde head. Oh, you pulled it off. Dark skin, <laughs> walk and talk. But back it up. That's it, baby. Oh, back it up. So, history tells us that um, after Steamboat won the Intercontinental title, you were the next man up, mm. and you kind of dropped the ball by not showing up to an event. Is this yep, true? Yep, yep. That's true. What happened? You just decided not to show up? You missed a plane? You get your hair dyed? What was going on? Just missed it. Just missed it. How does we that work all, out? Do, they, do you know that they're ready to put the strap on you, or does someone just tell you afterwards, hey, man, you blew it because, you know? It didn't matter. I was tired. We talked about 360 days on the road. Hell, I can't get home once a month. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. hit burnout level. Just that was burn, that. About burnout. Just right. done. You yeah. got it. Sizzle, I want me in there pile there. of ashes. I want an extra day <laughs> at the house. You know, I had a farm out there in the country. You know, and shit, man. I don't mean, see my kid. And my old lady, she, she's about to burn out. I'm taking another day. I didn't mean to blow that shot. I mean. Did you know that shot was coming, though? Or Yeah, I knew it. Ooh. Was was winning a championship important to you? No. No? Mm-mm. Okay. I know I'll always be in the running. That's just that confidence that every athlete got to have if, you know, they're going to make it. And uh, <clears throat> I knew it was a good, it was a, a good, a good shot in the ass. But man, I, you know, like I just told you, I said, I... Yeah, I just need me a rest. Mm-hmm. We're taking, we're talking about six, seven days a week, twice on Saturday and Sunday. How much harder does Vince McMahon push his wrestlers than compared to the other companies you went through? Is Vince really at the end of the day? He's just the roughest, right? Yeah, two right? or three damn crews, and all of them humping and bumping the same way. You hear me? What was your relationship like with? What was your relationship like with Vince himself? I mean, Vince ain't had all that much of a problem, but, you know, we met Vince McMahon, you know, I, uh, I, I didn't like the way he handled the business towards some of us, you know, shorter money here, longer money over there. We all up and bumping on that top. You know, I see, I see, I see a couple thousand dollars short compared to somebody to bug people. Fair to say he made you feel like a piece of meat? Yeah. Okay. Was, 
Okay. Just, you know, we'll go out there and I'll work my ass off hard as anybody. And then these, these checks is different. Houses ain't. Them houses is just seating some good people. Mm-hmm. He got three crews running, man. You know, and you feel like you cheated. Butch Reed ain't no fool. Ain't nobody damn did you. So was it a culture shock too? You're coming from the NWA or, or down south playing to 5,000 fans and coming up to New York and playing to a sold out Madison Square Garden at, at 20,000 fans? Were you nervous? Was it a culture shock? Just didn't matter. You just ready to go. Ready to go. I'm ready for it. This is what you're prepared for. That's, yeah. what, I've been, that's what I've been rocking and rolling for. These big, these big crowds. I ain't never had no real, uh, <clears throat> I've never had no real shyness in the wrestling ring on football field, none of that. Not even nervous at WrestleMania three. Nah. 93,000. Wow. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Second one who said that this week. Oh, I was really, I was really, I, I was really clucking in. You must have been blown away by that. Yeah. That had to be something. Aretha won't, won't be to help her. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, up in Detroit. You know, I was, that was really a good deal. You know, God rest her soul. And you wrestled Coco Beware at WrestleMania Coco 3. Beware. Who was here Thursday. The buzzard man. The, the, the bird man, the right? The buzzard man. <laughs> buzzard He hated what I called him. Did, oh Did he really? God. Buzzard man. Me and Slick would talk about it before. He, he had to get mad. I said, yeah, that bird man. <laughs> buzzard man. Walk around man. there with old buzzard on your shoulders. Talking about his name, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> you are too You are a buzzard, man. Buzzard. <laughs> what makes you part the WWE? Huh? Why do you leave the WWE? I'm trying to run around up there. Just too much? That schedule oh. at the end of the day was just too much? I tried running up there. Went on back down there. Bill Wiley was booking out of Georgia. You know, uh, That's when you moved to WCW, right? World Rider. World Championship Wrestling. And you start the tag you start the tag team of Doom with Ron Simmons. Yeah. Which in my and I think in many opinions of wrestling fans out there is a Hall of Fame tag team without oh, a doubt. Yeah. We were good. No, you weren't good. You were great. No, you're great. And you know, that's not because you're sitting here. And you battled with legendary teams too, and it was a legendary, legendary time period for that, that division. Damn that Steiners. was Oh yeah. So how, how was it working with the Steiners? Hard headed. I can imagine that. You gotta beat them up. For real, beat them. So they took liberty. They used to take a lot of liberties on a lot of talent, right? Did they try to take liberties on you, and did you return favor? On him and Ron? Oh, man. Never. (laughs) So Scott and Rick (laughs) weren't tough guys around you, too. That's the doom. To get your point across, to get your match over, them baby faces. We the toughest. We the baddest mamma-jammas up in here. You know, we're the biggest and the blackest. Yeah, you, were, you guys <laughs> were bad. No argument there. They're going to get trapped. Y'all going to get beat up. up. Yeah. They were good. <laughs> they were some rats and bastards. They were. They were. How, how about the Road Warriors? Oh, it's, yeah. How, how physical was that with you guys? We were good together, man. We just okay. we like the phys- physicality. We like to work with each other. And, and we, made, we made good matchups. 
we would sell our crowd, you know. Oh yeah. With the warrior, he can put them with them Steiner. <laughs> and I'll tell you another damn good team too, guys. Is that is that is that Rock and Roll, Rick and Robert. Rock oh, and Roll boy. Express. Oh yeah. With my boys. Yeah. I'm and really glad we got Ranges, then you cut them off. It's okay. You, I just don't. Just keep it. that close to you. Then you got, then you got some action. Let me ask Robert, you, Robert, who? Uh, no, uh, Punky Martin. We call him Punky. <laughs> Ricky, he get outside and start crying in them girls' lap. <laughs> anybody hurt you? me up. Anybody hurt you? P U S S Y. Come here. Come on, white boy. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Listen, you, you guys were managed by a woman, Nancy Benoit. Yeah. What was your relationship? Know, what was your relationship with Nancy? Oh, uh, it was a good friendship. You know, she was she was very professional and she was a very good girl. She was uh, married Kevin Sullivan then, I believe. Right. And uh, tragedy what happened to her. She about got me a divorce. Really? Do tell. <laughs> my manager. That's right. There was some heat. In the, there was some heat in the kitchen, I huh? I had nothing to do with that woman. <laughs> That's what the put together. I'm just trying to do my job. What my money, is she right? doing with you? Never. My lord. Yeah. No. So seriously, you'd come home from the road or whatever, and the wife would be oh, like, man. she'd be like, "What? Look at look at." How can you be surprised? I don't blame a one bit. Why didn't you blame that? You should have blamed that shit right on Ron Simmons. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He's going through the same. <laughs> Y'all both point the fingers at each other. Can I? Can I? He's going through the same thing. Damn. Whole damn country was kind of jealous of that girl. Oh my yeah. Lord. She yeah. has oh, yeah. heat too, but they didn't know how they're going. They might not know how to. You know they're going to get at her. Cause they were scared of us. Okay. Yeah. Some girls in the crowd won't come out there, pull her hair out. Really? I'm not kidding. So you run through, I'm seen her run back from the ring a few times. Did you keep your sure. relationship with her when the career moved on? Or you kind of just separate, sep- nah, separate I ways. Okay. Makes sense. Business. Strictly, strictly business. You know. I really want to ask you, and I'm glad we have you here to ask you this. Um, you worked with Magnum TA. Oh yeah, and I I really would like to know your how do you feel his career could have turned out if there wasn't that terrible accident because we've read many times he was beelining for the world title. Yep, yep, yep. he would have. He'd been a world champion. It was coming. So it was coming. Interesting. Nobody, nobody could demonstrate a, a sleeper hole better than him. He taught me how to use that sleeper. Oh really? Now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, they just go right to bed. You know what I mean? Boop. Night-night. Is there anyone that you patterned yourself after in the ring? Anybody that rubbed off on you like, I like what this one's doing? I I want to be like this particular wrestler. Did you have any? I love my old Harley. Harley? Okay. Slow, methodical. You know, Harley wasn't that that great an athlete. He could drop kick, though. Oh, yeah, he could. (laughs) Yes, he could. And he beat your ass. Did you maintain contact For with him real. over the years? Harley would beat you up. Oh, he would. Okay. Harley would actually beat you up. And old Dick Murdoch 
<laughs> what a shock. Oh, what a shock. He's oh, hit. yeah. Hey, cowboy buddy of mine. Who, who, is the, who is the all-time hardest uh, hitting stiff worker you were ever in the ring with? Uh, any particular match you remember where afterwards you were like, man, what did we just do to each other? Uh, Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Steve. Mm. Well, he's, he's still. Uh, man, you hit me like that one more time. I'm gonna beat all the crust off you. You know what? You got cuckoo birds yeah. running around your head. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't let me forget them. Don't let me forget them damn Von Eric. There you go. Kevin. There you go. I really mean to beat him up. Just talking about the Von Eric boys. Did you? Did you see them doing all the drugs that they were doing at such a young age? And to try to give them some advice or? You just didn't get involved in that type of thing. No, I didn't get involved. But I, man, I'm not work. I'm not gonna work with you. Jacked up like that anymore. I told Bill Wise all of them. I'm not working with him walking around like that, like a zombie around me. And I broke my leg or back. Something. Well, that's got to be scary, right? Because you're in the locker. You know, you're in the locker room. You're seeing these guys getting all. Get all high, and you know you got to run a program with them. Are you like, you know, I'm not. Yeah. And there's that spot where he's supposed to be dumping you on your head. Look at this in you know, <laughs> that might be a little worrisome. Are you really kidding me? <laughs> Harley, Harley, I was down there in Oklahoma City. Carry Von Eric tied his damn bootlaces up together. <laughs> he got up about both the damn legs. Oops. And time for him to go to the ring. He's all fired away in his in his boots. Did they like? Tr- yeah, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is is, is 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 there a part of you that? Yeah. You, but is there a part of you? Did he, the Texas tornado? <laughs> no, it's like it's like it's, it's lucky he's still on his foot at that point. Y'all see that shit? Did that wasn't you? No, but I mean, that dumb fuck. No, you can curse. Go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. We're ready. And this shit's all laced together. Me and Holly looking at it. That makes for some dropkick. Damn, Carrie. You think you ought to start all over again? That's what Harley said. I think you need to start all over again, Carrie. Look at your boots. You're dumb. Oh, my God. But don't you fit, do you sit down with some of these guys? Like, come on, man. You know, you're, you're yeah. throwing your life away. I'm nice. Or you're just like, you know what? I got a butchery. You got to take care of butchery. Yeah. Good move. All right, so let let's uh, Evan Ginsberg, associate producer, the uh, the wrestler, and three hundred fifty days. I don't know if you caught yes. that movie. Um, the documentary just came out on DVD, and uh, a portion of uh, a portion of it is you guys being on the road. Um, obviously, you had a pretty close relationship with Junkyard Dog. Yep. Can you tell us a little junkyard like a dog story. Can you tell us some junkyard dog stories? He's like a brother. He hit you hard too. He hit much hell out of you too. But uh, he's really he's a really reason for my uh, longevity down there at Miss Out. Cause he he's the, he's the black Messiah down there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was he your greatest opponent? Because I feel like the two of you together. Yeah. That was it, right there. Say that. That was a natural. That was a natural made uh, matchup. Junkyard Dog. I painted him. I painted him yellow on Memphis TV. That was world. That was world viral. 
and poured feathers on him. <laughs> Me and Buddy Landell, I did it with a white man. Right down in the heart of the South. Huh? I was a bad man, was Right down in the heart of the South. Right down in the middle of Klan land. I painted a black man yellow streak down his back. And then poured feathers on Tartan Fetterty. Uh, How are you little, feeling about that, Ed? a white man out there, I'm good about it. You hear me? God. That buddy Landell, he'd always leave the buildings early because he know he got plenty of heat. Yeah. Wow. You helping that, you helping that, <laughs> black and white folks get to this. I had a black heat, I had a good white heat. Black folk, you Uncle Tom, some bitch. You are no good black bastard. <laughs> Another, right. another day at the office. Oh, yeah. Another day at the office, yeah, right? Yeah, shit. Yeah, long. Pay me all the way to the bank. Time to clock out. Yeah, I'm going all the way back. Yeah, damn straight. Uh, absolutely. All over How close did you remain with Junkyard Dog before his passing? Just, just as tight as it was. So did, did you know that he was having the problems that he was yeah, having? Yeah, he was. Mm. Anyway. He didn't stop. He smoked. He had that stroke driving home from his daughter's graduation and uh, run off the road. You know, but you got to see if Tisha graduate from high school. God bless him. She's passed on too. Good girl, that was his pride and joy. But he got to, he got to, he got to be around her and everything. I just didn't want to hear that about him having a stroke. Rolf had road. That hurt me. I couldn't make it to the funeral. It was. Happened too fast, and you know, come up too fast. But he knows, he knows in spirit, I'm there. You know, and he's very, very brilliant inspiration to me. I ain't never seen nobody over like that. Nah, he was way over. <laughs> and he should have been given the strap at one point. He was world championship material, right? I mean, what on earth oh, prevented yeah. that from happening? Maybe he wasn't. Uh... He's kind of, he was trying to. Sit. He was kind of set down there in that territory, like he's a king. Right. He didn't want to go nowhere, but he did get tired, and he moved on, and he went to Vince. He needed to move anyway. You know, he needed. Everyone, all of us in this business, need to change. Yeah. Change of uh, environment, you know. Do you uh, think? Do you think the move up north started all these problems with the with the drugs? Or was there already warning signs before then? I can't really call it, guys. It didn't help nothing. Sure. It just 
Counterfeit the fire, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. That's a big time. That's the big time. Yeah. We've You're going all around this country. I see, I see, I see my band go in the in the most dangerous of uh, of neighborhood between New York, Miami, Florida. <laughs> they pulled they they pulled out the red carpet help. You think real thugs be trying to mug him? <laughs> Hell, they welcomed him. Yeah. I mean, real big time. Yeah. They all up in these old uh all in these damn old uh, buildings and well, some people might not come out of them mm. walking yeah come on back down with a sack Paul <laughs> <laughs> oh boy yeah come back down with a sack Paul let's go but I said I ain't coming back down here no more man <laughs> fucking take too long too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm tired. you know where the hell we at you like sitting in the you're like, I'm, this is bullshit. I'm the, I'm the wheel man. I'm going to jail too. Oh uh, my God. I didn't even take anything. I'm going to have to go Literally. back up there and pull him out if he won't try to cross him. Yeah, yeah. Damn. You know, I got to put my, my ass on the line and go back up there and say my best friend. Well, I would have. Yeah. You know, well, it was just funny, you know. Uh, out in L.A. everywhere, man. Yeah. I ain't kidding. Way down deep, Miami, New York, Bronx, Harlem, wherever. You know, New York, New Jersey. Dangerous buildings to walk into everywhere. Dangerous territory. <laughs> oh, my God. No thanks. Oh. Oh my lord! We uh we had Billy Jack Haynes in here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Oh my oh, lord! Is, oh my uh, lord! So uh, how well did you how how well did you know Billy Jack? Oh man, me, me and him say boom, man. We we tight. Did you know that he was? Uh, oh no! A major cocaine dealer. Here we go. Nope. I mean that's what he said on the show. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not is. saying that. I ain't failing this business. <laughs> I don't care either. He was too busy waiting in the car in Newark. <laughs> Leave him alone. That's great. He didn't tell me. He didn't say nothing. I, I don't know about that mess, but I got this one here. What do you want I, from me? I might, I might have wanted something back in them days. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to want some now. What are you talking about? Hey, um, Butch, can I get your thoughts on Bruiser Brody while I got you? Yeah, yeah. Memories of the great oh, Bruiser Brody. A great talent. Hey. I made a lot of money with him down there in Florida. Rick Flair put bounty on me. He hired them all. Stan Hansen, all of them. You know, <laughs> Mr. Lee. It's so Flair. Uh, it's uh, so Flair-like. Uh, 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 who else was after me? The Funks. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Booker's Booker brother. Uh, who else was it? This sounds painful. It was. I don't know, man. It was grueling. Oh, yeah. Then he come to town, we go for an hour. These other guys, we ain't going to do nothing about 15, maybe 20. So a lot of guys come in here and then when they talk about Flair, they see they say, once you've seen one Ric Flair match, you've seen them all. Do you agree? Uh, oh. Ric Flair is one of the greatest storytellers uh, ever in the ring. He is a great talent. And he could teach you to wrestle yourself. He's a hell of a damn methodical type person. And he taught, he gave me a lot of this style. Hardy, Hardy's un- schooled him along. You understand me? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. 
Harley Race School him along, okay? These, these guys here helped me to kind of wrestle I want to be. And me and Rick Flair put a lot of eyes in the ring. Understand? Yeah, you had Harley to jump me too. Harley, you, Harley you, give me set to go to hour matches. That's what I'm saying. Were you like, oh shit, man, I got to do an I hour Broadway with Flair? Oh my God, come on, stop they it already. Push, they pushing it right up my. my <laughs> they were pushing me to the top. If he chops me Eddie one Graham more time. Me. Eddie Graham liked me, okay. yeah. He used to slap. He about to chops. Oi. Oh, I'm oh, on him. And Harley, <laughs> okay. Joey Funk wasn't no better. Joy chopped the hell out of you, too. You know, you're talking about Ric Flair. We had Lanny Poffo in yesterday. Uh, you got any thoughts on Randy Savage? Yeah. Randy. <laughs> he helped guy. I went to work for him and his daddy down there one. ICW. Yeah. He, uh... He always said, Randy this, Randy that, Randy... Randy... Was Randy and Randy was a talent, and that macho man fit him real good. And uh, he was very, he was very decent and very damn respectful to me. Mm-hmm. And we worked together. We worked worked against each other. Everything got along good, you know. He's, he's, he's a legend. I'm just curious, by any chance, because you were both at WrestleMania three, obviously, and that was, of course, when Randy and Ricky the Dragon had that yeah. very famous match. I was curious, were you in the locker room afterwards? Like, was there a buzz in the locker room? Like, did you just see what these two just did? I mean, was there a buzz in the locker room I afterwards? I've been seeing them do that a few months. Okay. I was working all around the country. So they were prepping it's for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. And for, the, for the, uh, the international and all that, you know. Is, Them boys is talent. Is, is there any truth to Randy with the whole Elizabeth thing that he would lock her away and keep her away from the boys? Was he over jealous or was Hell that just kind no. of a made up thing? Hell no. People getting carried away with those stories? Yeah. Maybe he was a little overzealous with her. I just don't understand why she hooked up with Lex. Okay. Speaking of Lex, thoughts on Lex? Huh? Thoughts on Lex Luger? On Mr. Lex Luger. Egotistical maniac. Really now? Okay. Where does that begin with you and him? You know, God bless Lex. Ain't got nothing nothing against him. But him and that Sting. Sting too. Interesting. I really didn't care. Gotcha. Well, you can't you can't like everybody, right? Nope. And you know, I like to be shit out of steam. Couldn't get the legs too much. <laughs> Tried. <laughs> Terry Hogan didn't want no more after down in West Palm Beach. He went and told all that Butch Reed is too difficult. Who who said that Hogan? Yeah. So did you you yeah. work programs with Hogan? What was that like? One time. Yeah. One time. One time. That was a nationwide TV for for what was it, NBC. This was this is opened up just started opening up down there in West Palm Beach, Florida. I really wasn't 
I dropped a leg over there. Yeah, elbows off the top. He's supposed to been beat to death. <laughs> I can't be. I was. I couldn't. I wasn't supposed to beat him. Okay. You tell me I need a wrestling. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, so you went in there pre ready to go. Was he said, Butch Reed is uncontrollable. What, what, was he bitching to you in the ring, like, calm down? Yeah, what, what, really? Stop it, Butch. What are you saying to him? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, elbow. Nice. And he's saying his prayers and he's taking his vitamins and you keep hitting him. Fair enough. So let's get, <laughs> let, let's get back to Sting a little bit. Uh, Sting, Sting, a lot of problems. Just, uh, no, he had a hit problem. I told you about Luger. Ego. They just thought they were special. They just some prima donnas to me. Warrior? He was another one. I figured we were on the right block. I might as well, you know, point out. I went to tour tour him over there in Germany. I wish wish he'd turn me loose on his ass. (laughs) I mean, that's what I wanted. I don't, I don't beat all the pain off his ass. You were making Vince sweat bullets. You realize that. <laughs> you realize that. Now, do these guys know that you don't like him? Uh, you do make it clear to them you don't like him? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, they're ready to like, uh, who, who am I wrestling tonight? Fucking butchery. <laughs> God <laughs> <You're> damn it. <laughs> how, how much did Ron Simmons rub off on your career, you know, working with Ron? Uh, yeah, Ron. Ron, Ron, he, he likes that spotlight too. That's my partner, that's my brother, right now, still today. <laughs> he got on my nerves when he wanted to, wanted to turn back baby with me. What do you want to bring up for? We got this going on, boy. You know? That's what pissed me off about him. So he asked for the team to be to be broken broken uh, up. Oh, it was it was it was. They think it's gonna be a hot item like a junkyard dog and Bush Reed. Mm. You know, so the, the the plan come to him and he run with it like a catfish on a loose hook. Plus, Ron's got a little egotism too. Okay. So we all got an ego. That's what I mean. You all have to have an ego, right? Uh, you better. You all have an ego. Oh, yeah. We all, that's what I'm just saying. Yeah. We all got an ego, but we got to understand about business. It ain't all about just you making money. It's about everybody helping you to make money. So speak- We're better off as a team. So speaking of that, um, is that why pro wrestlers seem to can't, cannot get their act together and become a unionized group is because you just all have these big egos and you're all worried about yourselves or why doesn't that happen? I believe you got a point. But it should happen. It's just these promoters that doesn't have control since day one. They're way of the highway. They they pit go out boys against the boys sometimes, and, they, they, and then they they will work a weaker bro a weaker brother against a strong one. 
you know, just putting him up there. Can't work a lick. Well, I say, must sting then. Throw him on up there. A lot of that going on. You know, he had no better just right up at the top. You know. Did you ever feel. Luger neither. He just looked apart. Seeing the Stings and the Lugers getting the world title, and I know you said it's not that important to you with titles, but at any point, did you just say to yourself, you know, why don't I get the world title? Did you ever want that world title? Do you feel you deserved it? I took it. Wasn't important to me. All was important to me was that my athleticism and and just being able to be the type of damn athlete I want to be in that ring. And that paycheck, right? Yeah, that paycheck. When I when I get done and when I come out of that ring, they done seen something. You know? They done seen a match. They done seen they done seen like Ernie Ladd used to explain to me about the uh about the uh, orchestra. You're like the maestro. You take them people up, boom, and you drop the sound level down, and they're up and down, and you bring them back up. They're right with you. That's when you're working. That's when people is with you. That when they wear that big face there and that heel, you're working. You you, you got them in. You got them in your hand. You got them. You, you working that crowd, buddy. You know these people. Big face come up. Start striking back. Everybody getting with the program now. And that heel just snatch that hair or rake their mouth or hit that that sack. <laughs> heel, heel, or heel, or right from them again. Heel or face? You have, yeah, pref, have a preference I there. I no problem with either one of them. Oh, you were good with either one. <laughs> sure, looked like you really enjoyed being a heel. <laughs> uh, you know, just oh, I, I was just curious. Yeah, I figured you might like that a little bit more yeah, than being a face. Yeah, okay. It's kind of, it's kind of like my character. <laughs> you know what I mean? As, as a wrestler, I want to be. You know, I, I always think about the families uh, when you guys are on the road and you guys have a tough career. It's Travel's uh, tough. It's can you Can you share with me some, you know, about your wife and how that relationship with, was that you were traveling and how she was able to handle it? Yeah, she wasn't. She, 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 she was happy with the, with the living, you know, making that, that kept her content, but... Not being at home as much as she much as she wants to, that, that wasn't good. You know. Uh, but she knew she had to live with it. Mm. She that's all I was gonna do at that time. I wasn't coming back home to take no eight to five. Didn't have to. I'll make about a hundred plus. What was your biggest payday for one match? Ten grand. Which match? I was in Detroit. Against? Oh, at Michigan. Coco. Against Coco. Were you happy with that payout for that crowd? That time. It's a pretty, big, it's a pretty big crowd. Like, uh, I got 10000 a lot of I money. Was working, but, I, was working middle, I was working in the middle of a car. Yeah. But still, I was just arriving up there. Yeah. I was, I was so happy with it. Okay. Yeah. Five grand, six grand out in St. Louis sometime. 
with flair. Yeah. They went to, you know, three, four grand a week. Run up down the road with junk, with junkyard. Yeah. It's not I'm bad. Into that's, it. that's what I'm saying. That's, you know, that's part of my I'm point too. Way. You know, but if you know. you're doing an hour Broadway with Flair, seven yeah. seven nights a week, that's that's a lot. Of, that's rough. You're doing 15, 10 minutes a night. You know, four grand's not too Ooh, bad, right? Too bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you. I could argue. I can't argue with that. I mean, you know, we have discussions about Kamala. Uh, you know, the shape he's in at this yeah. point. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, you know the big the big part is that he, you know, he main evented with Hogan for a pretty decent amount what are of time. You telling, man, hey, <laughs> now he's in a wheelchair. He deserves a little bit more than what he got. I know about his sickness and everything, and the flare, all all these people. He worked with, you know, we ought to be getting, ought to be getting took care of a little bit better. So you believe that there should be some sort of health care or, or something should have been set up for you guys? Do you, do you think it's fair yeah. when people criticize Vince McMahon for this and said he should take care of Kamala? Any thoughts on, is it fair to shoulder it so all on? I ain't so much saying he ought to take care of him. Right. I'm saying he ought to appreciate his talent he's unhand yep. all these years mm-hmm. and pay them a little business. Mm. You ever see him doing that, Vince? Not yet. No, obviously. But do you think the onus also should have been on the wrestler to realize, hey, I'm not gonna be able to do this forever. I need to start socking away some stuff, and you know, yeah. set myself up my own pension. Plan that. Yeah, it just don't happen. It just yeah. doesn't. Happen. Life gets in the way. Money gets crazy. Yeah. You. You're having a good yep. time, yep. and then before you know it, it's over, right? Yeah. I mean, what's you're what? Over, you're over budget, overspending. Uh, you know, which happens to everybody, right? Yep. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. But anyway, uh, I'll be some kind of little pension plan. I will say that. Just be mad for two generations in that plan. Including three now. They can handle it and keep their money rolling. I agree. Do you get in? Did you? Family. Do you get any residuals from the network at all for any of the shows or any yeah, like uh, yeah, merchandise? I've received residuals the other day. One for $59, another for $62. That's the reason why. That, you know, I don't care about it. I, I, I want this lawsuit to come through. Do you have a case in a lawsuit? Did you get concussions from? I was working out of Boston. Okay. And I they kept you working? Throw it out once. Throw it out once. It's coming back. Let me ask Lord you this: did did, did did you? Uh, That's did my you, but, but did you get concussions in the WCW, yeah, yeah, the Mid South? Yeah. You think not? No, absolutely. <laughs> so, look, I'm not trying to be pro Vince McMahon, but no. if you have this long no, career, yeah, no. you know it's, you know, you got your bell rung in five different areas. Thank you know, Bill Watts should be paying you some money you. then, yeah, too. How do we, how do we, Crockett should be paying you money. How do we figure this out when there's so many... Vince got the corner. So he's got the market. He's got the market. So he's the man that's got to pay. The At the end of the day, he's got to pony up. He's the man. <laughs> pony up, Vince. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah. He bought him out. He is. If you could do it all over again, would you be a professional wrestler? Well, probably. 
I tried to be a professional rodeo cowboy and a pro wrestler. Really? Oh, that's a hard day go. No, no thanks. Yeah, dude, oh, I'm yeah. A, that's kind of out of your mind. I no, mean, I did. You. I tried. Oh, shit. Really? I tried it. Oy, oy, oy. Well, I grew, I grew up cowboy. I was steer around and running, throwing people in cows mm. one time in my life. We like bench pressing cows and what? in the farm and shit <laughs> like that. Twist <laughs> Cut your little balls out. What? Oh my god. But I don't want a bull running around me. But <laughs> uh, one bull in his pastures me. That bull looks like Who would have thought you were this funny? I would have never thought you were this funny. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm glad y'all enjoyed. Absolutely. I, let I me mean, tell you. you uh, we had a pretty long week this week. Oh, yeah. I will tell you. Oh, yeah. um, I personally was a huge fan of yours growing up, well, and we're not that far apart in age. But um, I will tell you that uh, whether you want, you know, you would have if you could do it all over, you would be a professional wrestler. I'm glad you did because you were a huge Thank part you. of this business and. Uh, Look, I love the honky tonk man, but I got to be honest. When I first heard the story about that you were the guy to wear the intercontinental belt, which meant a lot to me growing up. Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. Uh, I can't help but always think about what kind of run you would that would have been. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really thought you had the goods as a natural. Um, we both were pro WWE guys, so when you left yeah, and went right. back to WCW, even though I loved Doom, I was a little pissed off at you because I felt like you didn't. Uh, you left you our home turf. You, you kind of left, you know. <laughs> Sorry, but, uh, <laughs> see ya, Cha-ching! <laughs> you know, in, uh, New York was all right. Uh, it's too big a town for me. I'm just an old country boy. Mm. I don't blame I, you. I get it, but you did <laughs> the town. You. you did the town all right when you were here. So I think I didn't do it too much harm, did I? No, you no, did great. Not at all. You know, I got to tell you all. what. Not I, you all. know, WrestleMania four. A lot of people don't talk about it, but your match with Randy Macho Man Savage oh, yeah. in a tournament, I loved it. And I was a huge Macho Man fan, but I was we also a huge. Net. It was a did. good match. Yeah, match. It was a great match. It was a great heel, match. It was a heel match. It was a heel. Well. He was turning at that point, well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were turning yeah. him. So, yeah. Did he make you memorize that match move for move for like three I weeks made, leading up to it? I made I made him work with. It. <laughs> oh jeez! I was a dominant heel. I'm just trying to tell you. Yeah. Well, yep. Yeah. Babyface follows that heel lead. He if he ain't, he's a lost soul. Are you a chief? Are you a Chiefs <laughs> fan right now? I'm the quarterback. Are you a Chiefs fan right now? Yeah. Yeah. Chief man. Yeah. You know, I'm from Chiefs country. How come you guys keep dropping the ball every time oh, they get in there? Oh man, go there. that's rough. <laughs> but that is, yeah, but you know what? It's every year, same crap, man. You get in the game and it's you over. Every time, right. we're Jet fans, so we know how we understand. You and I, Super Bowl three, Super Bowl four. Back four. Back you know? Oh, he's a stud. We got there. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. But you know what though? I bet he don't keep dropping that ball. Yeah, no, he's Yeah, but you know what? You're wearing that Chiefs uniform. It's a uniform, just like the Jets uniform. With the karma, it doesn't matter how good this quarterback is when it's on it. Goodbye, Batman. But I got, I got, you know. Hey, but I'm telling you, this kid is going to be Kansas City's. Savior. He's a stud. He's yeah. a stud. Now hold on. Yeah. Our kid is pretty promising too. Well, Sam Do- Sam Donald. He's, oh, he's like, who's that? Uh, he don't play for KC. That's, that's what I say. <laughs> Sam Donald. Damn it. 
Oh, jeez. Uh, Sam go, rules. All right. We're going to start seeing some good football here in the future, though. Yeah, yeah. Young kids coming up and everything. Oh, you haven't had it? You want more New England? I've, I can't take it anymore with New England. Can we have someone else win, please? Can we? Please? Yeah. Yeah, let it be the Jets, please. Well, well Jets versus Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, and his quarterback drops well, the ball. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't thinking about Buffalo, huh? <laughs> no. That's true too. I, no, I actually am thinking about them with that kid quarterback. So we got to, we got to. I, I, I am keeping my eye. We got, on got something going on up yeah, there. I, th- I think we got about two minutes left. Uh, so uh, you want right. to squeeze one in there? With yeah, the I want to ask one last question if I can. Right. If you can, can you name me, and this should be kind of hard probably, favorite moment of your entire career? If you could just go back and have one moment and live it again, what would it be? i tell you, boys, down there in, uh, down there in uh, Louisiana, I have my second home now, you know. I can go down there and be anywhere at home. And that's super dope. Yeah, that big black man I was talking about. Mm. I won the North American Championship and I pulled out a pair of day going nuts and I knocked him smooth out in the ring. <laughs> uh, and and they won. hated you. <laughs> oh, it's the worst open time. Don't 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 be mad at me, man, but I hate Louisiana. I was in there. Down there for two years. Yeah, he it was. Hey, it was yeah. two years of torture. He for had a rough time down there. It was maybe the worst. I couldn't even make up some for of the stuff. It yeah. was really bad. Yeah, yeah well, you're just a natural old city boy. <laughs> but no, and they knew it. No, they and knew they it, knew and knew it. it was scary. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought I was gonna get Yankee. fed to the Gators. You was a Yankee. Oh yeah. They, they, they needed them shoes. That's, that's what's up with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. They know you just plain old Yankee. Yeah, it was you bad. You are not going to be nothing there. That's right. Oh, <laughs> man. I was scared. I was a scared for a long time. <laughs> I had a similar experience in Texas, but let's not, you know, never mind. Don't so. talk about me in Texas. I'm not, I'm not welcome Louisiana in Texas. Okay, they took Texas one stuff. look at me, and they were like, let's see what's in the trunk. I'm like, no, not that one. <laughs> well, I, I fought the Klan in Texas, Mississippi, and, uh, 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 what, what, Texas, Mississippi, and Louisiana. I had three run-ins with him. I won. <laughs> I shot at him. Now I may tell y'all no more. You too close. Wow. Not a dead. I mean, I didn't shoot him. Just boom, boom. So you, 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 want, you want to tell the fans where you're going to be for the rest of the weekend? It's WrestleMania weekend. Do you know uh, where you're heading to? I'm heading home. Oh. oh. You're not going to uh, mark out at the Meadowlands? No, no, no. No. Not going to do a, a run-in on Vince McMahon at WrestleMania? No, no, no. Okay. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Might want to smack him over the head with the lawsuit. Bang. No? <laughs> Why not? It's a coming. It's a coming. All right, like well, brass knuckles. You know, I want to I wanna thank you for coming out here and taking yes. your time with us. It's been our honor. Yes. Um, I'm lost for words. Thank you very much. No problem. Any time. Thank you. Call me back again sometime. I might have some. Some new news for you. Yeah, and yeah. we could trade football cards, Chiefs and Jets. Yeah, All right, so <laughs> this has been another episode of Monty and Afari. You can catch us every Thursday from 8.05 to 9 p.m. on Village Connection. And uh, we want again thank the natural Butch Reed, uh, incredible man, incredible professional wrestler. And uh, Farrow, send us out. You've been watching an extremely tired Monty and the Farrow. We will see you on Thursday, 8.05. Until then... Later.
This is Larry Zabisco Wrestling's Living Legend, and you're watching Monty and the Pharaoh.